0: Mother, have you seen? It's so beautiful. I feel charged, as if
1: my soul herself is singing. I... I'm sorry, I did not know you were... It's all right, child. You were saying? The moon.
0: She's beautiful. I've seen her a hundred times in my dreams, but I've never done her justice. I am happy for you, Anka. To see her for the first time. I can only imagine how you are feeling. So look well upon her face. In time, she will be your friend, as she is mine.
1: Mother, what's wrong?
0: Why
2: aren't you out with the others? The Breaker has come.
1: The break? No. How? But that would mean
0: I will I will ascend with the wardens. He... No, mother. No, Anka. Others will hunt him, and we will aid them, however we are able. But our fight and our fury
2: must remain fixed. The Lord. The Lord.
1: Mother, I I mean no disrespect, but. How? They greatly outnumber us. The airy ignores our entreaties, and now the
3: breaker. What hope have we? Listen.
1: There.
2: Can you hear it?
0: A whisper on the wind. Trees sing.
1: The land
0: trembles. The small ones scurry for shelter. Change is nigh. The breaker. Comes and the touched follow. We have waited long enough.
3: The moon has shown us the way. Tonight
2: we rise.
3: The witches go to vore. A week has passed since you passed Vonkla. Bex has led you through the mountains before leaving you at the mining village of Grendel, on the eastern side of the mountain range. You travel the old ore Road, a seldom-used, mostly overgrown stone path once the favored trade route of the Tyran realm. The road rises before you as the ground to your left drops away. In no time, you find yourselves high above the river, which carves a winding canyon before you. The road ahead of you twists and turns through the scattered trees which decorate the plain. Occasionally, you catch the glimpse of ancient ruins, long forgotten and home to light knows what. Sometime later, the sparse trees and rocky outcroppings give way to fields of wheat. Tall golden stalks wave in the afternoon sun, forming a rolling retainer along the road before you. The road rises gently, cresting on a hilltop overlooking a village within the valley far below. An hour later, you find yourselves beyond the fields, fast approaching what looks to be the end of the world. The road, ever rising, disappears at the horizon. Your horses begin to walk more slowly, as if sensing the uncertainty ahead. A mile, a half mile, a hundred yards, and you are there. You find yourselves at the edge of a massive crater, miles and miles across. The crater is filled with the deepest blue water. In its center, rising as if out of a dream, is a giant white tear looking for all the world as if it is floating upon the water. Sailboats and barges transverse the lake below. A causeway rushes forth from the canyon walls below you to greet the tear. Looking closely, you observe the tears comprised of hundreds and hundreds of buildings spiraling ever upwards towards its pinnacle. Tiny people scurry to and fro, living lives of carefree abandon. This is tear. This is home. Uh, there's no place like home, fortunately.
1: So is that all tears, or is it just the the one tier.
3: There are many tiers within the tier. There was the tier that fell from the sky and formed the city of tier and then they built tiers on top of tier. And this makes way more sense in my native language. Whose tears
1: are filling the, the crater around tier the tiers of tear. Whose tears are ti- Hold on. I'm one tier away from making this work. <coughs> Whose tears fill the crater around the tiers of tier? Ah, there we go.
0: Really beast straight here? I am very confused. I don't know.
1: It was a pretty good pun. Thank you, Tingles. We'll find something for you to burn after that.
3: No, no you will not. The city is made of stone and water, you will not be burning it.
0: I think she's challenging you. So when you say it's tear shaped, what what so are we talking like
3: It really looks like a teardrop, as if a teardrop was floating upon the lake itself.
0: Is the sense of, like, an object that buildings have been built on, or, like, tier? the tier is the buildings itself? It looks as if the city
3: has been carved out of the rock.
0: Okay, and um, and what kind of rock would that be? Magical. It's a meteorite. It's a
3: meteorite, so I have no idea.
1: <laughs> so, it's, so it's pointy end up as opposed to, like, pointy end north or south or whatever?
3: Yes. The interesting thing about it is that it looks as if they've actually hollowed out the rock. So it seems like there's almost an exoskeleton crisscrossing the city, looking as if it's almost like coral growing upwards and forming this city.
0: Oh! So maybe a carbonaceous chondrite or something like that.
3: We could spend 10 minutes describing the geology of this place. 10 minutes? 10 minutes!
1: No, you're kidding. I'm starting to worry about the geochemistry of the lake, so...
3: So this lake that we're on, or that the city is on, it's in the middle of the lake, and there's a northern river entering the lake and a southern river exiting the lake? Is that how that works? That is correct. And the crater itself is massive. Okay, and we are currently standing at the northern end of this thing, right? Yes. You are standing on the northern edge of the crater. The river is to your left, and you're looking out across the lake at the city. The road you're on takes a left and starts to descend along the canyon wall in a switchback fashion, where it connects with the causeway that extends out towards the city. Okay, yeah, because it's not just a crater lake. It's It's a large canyon walls on each side. That is correct. Very defensible city. Yes. Even if you were to erect a siege weapon, a trebuchet, or catapult, you could not reach the city from where you are.
0: And there's just the one causeway that goes out to it.
3: Correct. Okay, and our group currently consists of the three of us, Tingles and Bex? Uh, no. Bex left you, so it is just the three of you. Uh, Gruber? Oh.
0: Yeah, oh Groover still
3: exists, yes.
0: Oh, my my Groover, <laughs> My heart skipped for a beat. <laughs> oh
3: sir. I think that's tear. I mean it looks like a tear.
0: <laughs> Indeed it does, Groover. Uh, it's it's a very good name.
3: Oh yes, sir. I I wonder if it means the same thing in their language. Nope, it sure doesn't.
0: Oh. I mean it's not the most Original name? Do you think the lake is called Blue Lake? I'm always disappointed with cartographers when they come across a new lake and call it Blue Lake.
3: Ah, uh, it is not called Blue Lake. It is called Tear Lake.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's, that's much better. All right, excellent. Well, shall we? Shall we go down?
1: So, so I have a sh- I have a shard of this thing. That's what I'm carrying? Is It looks like it's really easy to get a piece of this city. Like, there's a lot of it.
3: Well, yes and no. The, the city is massive, and there is a lot of stone to take from the city, but the actual the original shard was what landed in the lake and created the crater.
1: And did this, what, get built on top of it, then?
3: Yes, it was a natural formation from that impact, and then the city was built on top of it. So the shard is from the thing that fell from the sky.
0: You're saying that it grew from the thing that fell from the sky
3: i hope this makes sense geologically it probably doesn't because you know magic magic (laughs) i put a lot of thought into a lot of the other geological features but this is straight up magic
1: whenever you notice something like that a wizard did it
3: it was a meteorite a magic meteorite
1: so basically adam it's a giant tektite. The the city is a giant giant tectite that never left the group, that just went up and stayed there that that grows like a like a coral yeah
3: <laughs> must e- must google tectite
1: <laughs> they're basically basically they're little teardrop shaped bits of glass that result from impacts because heat makes rock go melty and then it goes blip. there you go I like it I like it who is it a city of obsidian because now
0: because that would be it's this white city right
3: yes it is a white city. The obsidian is elsewhere in the continent. You've been there.
0: That's a very striking image. Okay, cool. Can can one see this tier within the tier? Can we can we go visit it?
3: The, the tier does exist. It's inside the city, in the heart of it. Some people go there on like pilgrimages, um, but you can't actually see the chart itself. It's protected by layers and layers of magic and wards and various... People with large weapons that will stab you if you try.
1: Must break into shard chamber. Beast <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because, like, considering how many people have died over, you know, the one that I've got, um, I can't imagine they would just let any three assholes in to see the real deal.
3: Mist and Silway, you both recall that that chamber specifically was mentioned in the journal. Meast, check the journal. There was a mention of the, the chamber in the journal.
1: All right, hang on. Uh, Heart of the... Oh, Heart of the Black Rock, fellow pilgrim. Yeah, okay. Black Rock, would that be the... Yes. Okay.
3: For hours... For hours you sat before the portal, studying and transcribing its protective sigils. There's those sigils again. I wish I'd paid more attention when I was taken there before.
1: Well, uh... Well, what do you say we make a pilgrimage?
3: Uh, Ugh. Must we?
1: Well, okay... If the sigils around the uh, around the vault or whatever are the same as what's been carved into, or at least related, right,
3: right, right. Remember,
1: oh, oh, shit. Um, <laughs> what? What? Didn't hair hairballs? What? No. <laughs> oh, nope. Um, <laughs> had to check. No, no, no. Uh, weren't the sigils the stuff that we deciphered? Doesn't that have to do with like opening, breaking, breaking? and activating like i don't know breaking down these freaking doors possibly yes i think it's worth investigating now
3: uh, yeah that's the whole reason we're here well yeah
1: to- i mean but this goes beyond like mild curiosity and now it's like um hey plot thread i mean
3: saving me the world is great and all but like I there's I, my family is here that's gonna be awkward possibly dangerous
1: what, why, why,
3: dangerous for whom and why? Like, my, my family are powerful people. And I may have pissed them off.
1: So, what, you're gonna get grounded? Like,
3: I don't know. That's the part That's what I'm saying. I don't know how they will react.
1: Scruffed? Like, what's the.
3: When I walk up to the door and say, Hi, I'm back after f- five years, after abandoning the family and causing who knows how much political turmoil, I don't know.
0: Political turmoil?
1: Haven't you been, like, how much pro- turmoil from... Haven't you been all, like, low-profile and stuff?
3: Well, since I left, yes, but the leaving is what would have caused the turmoil.
1: What, did you just, like, give everybody the bird while you left, or...? I mean, wait, what's, what's a bird? Never mind, don't worry about it. But the
3: answer is yes. I, I may have burned a few bridges on the way out.
1: Quietly into the night, you did not go. Yeah, okay, well...
3: And when I say burned a few bridges, I mean literally set bridges on fire.
0: Is
1: that why there's only the one causeway
0: now? What what does giving the bird mean to a Tabashi? That's a good point. I probably should have picked a different phrase. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I love the idea that flipping someone
3: the bird is like the highest honor in Tabashi society. Here's your dead bird. That's
1: flipping someone a bird. That's flipping someone a bird, not the bird. There's a difference. Yep. Okay, so let's just let's let's just clarify. What's the likelihood that they're gonna kill Rotan or especially me?
0: Ha! I'd like to see them try. I don't wanna die either. Oh don't worry, Gruber.
3: I mean they won't kill you on sight. They'll they'll probably treat you like kidnappers, Probably, maybe.
1: Why would they think we're kidnappers?
3: Because you're outsiders and they don't trust outsiders. And you're showing up with one of the Zion's at the city. And you don't speak the language and can't defend yourself, so they're going to make all kinds of terrible assumptions.
1: Okay, one of those statements is patently false.
3: He kind
1: of snaps his fingers and a little green flame appears in his hand, and he quashes it. But, like, again, I'm not keen on having to fight your family, so...
3: Well, well, right. I mean, we're we're not just going to, like... Shut up and do whatever. We're going to... I will I will talk to them. I will explain to the guards what's going on. And hopefully they'll be understanding and take us to see who we want you to see. But you never know.
0: Do not worry, Silway. Timora guides us.
3: Uh, great.
1: One of these days, she's going to guide us off a cliff. And I hope you realize we're falling before that
0: happens.
3: Not this cliff, right? I mean, it's a long way down.
0: And I can't swim. If Taimora wills it Okay
3: let's start walking down, this, down the road Let's not jump up the cliff No just go straight over The water will break your fall Trust me Technically he is correct on both counts Look, Let's just go down the go down Here and start hitting across the causeway There will be, probably be guards on, on each end of the causeway And we'll just have to like, talk our way through a little bit
1: And Tingles be on your best Neutral behavior
3: And by best behavior we mean go invisible please Oh, well, that too. I mean, I was going oh. to. You, you kind of want to stay hidden so you can jump out and go, Wah! You know, give an old lady a heart attack or something. Well, the, the- tr are kind of known for true sight, though. It's a thing we do. Well, screw that. You make your way down the canyon. The road itself is not very steep. There are many switchbacks on your way to the bottom. As you reach the bottom... You look upwards and marvel at just how high these canyon walls are. And just to head off any questions that may come up, the walls themselves are all uniform, implying that they are all from the same geological era or event. (laughs) For our listeners, you should see the looks of uh, excitement on
0: the faces of our two geologists. You all
1: see the look on Diana's face
3: daring us to
0: say something. <laughs> I, bet, I bet they're tertiary, Mike.
3: You find yourselves on the road. The causeway itself seems to have been created magically some time ago. The road itself is paved of ornate stone with ornate railings on either side. Standing... At the entrance to the causeway, on either side of it, are two guards, dressed in very fine, highly polished, plate armor, very similar to the armor that Rotan wears. They each hold a polearm with a blade at either end. They stare off into the distance, looking past you, not blinking, nearly motionless. Hey, fellas. We're just gonna walk past. They do not respond. In fact, you can't even tell if they react at all. For their helmets cover their entire faces. They look almost as if they're metal statues. Is there anything unusual about this Silway would make note of? Or is she just like, yep, there's always guards here and we walk past them? No. They almost look ceremonial. But they're not. And... They're not unusual. So she's, she's definitely got that casual attitude, like, Hey, Bellez, you're with me. Let's go. <laughs> the group of you make your way down the crossway. It is a very long trip. You don't really feel as if you're moving closer to the city. The stones beneath your feet, unlike the road you've been on for the better part of the last week, is pristine. All of the stones are perfectly square. They're evenly set. There is no grass growing up between the flagstones. Ooh, it's
1: like Salt Lake City.
3: You were impressed by the number of boats and ships leaving and arriving at the city. Most of them appear to be barges, as if most of the trade, most of the transportation, is done via boat.
0: And they're coming in or leaving on the river route? Is that, or are they just coming from like the edges of the crater?
3: They're mostly coming via the river route. But you see several boats okay. out on the lake cruising that maybe you think they're yachts or pleasure boats. And they're just out there having fun. As you get closer to the city itself... The ornate fences to either side of you begin to rise, getting bigger and forming part of the outer wall which protects the city. The wall stands three stories high. It is ornately carved with all manner of statues and portrayals of historical events in Tyran history, most of them center around magic. Before you are two massive doors, which are also built out of the same strange stone. Sylvie so approaches them casually. Hello, we're looking to go through. These two are with me. Who are you? I am an of Tiran. What more do you need to know? I need to know who you are. We do not let just anyone through. Uh, well, um... I... Mm. Are you sure we can't just can't just let us through? Um, you you really need to know a name. You come here with three from the Outland, and you want me to let you through? No, they're, they're with me. You could you could. Uh. All right, fine. I guess we'll have to do this. Stuff. and she lowers the hood of her cloak, so her hair is visible. I am here to see, uh. The house is Please. Are they expecting you? Ah, uh, the mistress of the house is. The lord and lady are not. One moment, please. The guard turns away from you, and becomes unfocused, as if he's looking off into space. Clarity returns, and he turns to you once again. You have been gone a very long time, but I will let you through. Well, I mean, only five years, it's not that long. From his belt, the guard removes a small stone rod. He turns, approaches the gates, and he taps them first one, then the other. The doors swing open before you. All right, fellas, come with me. She says in common.
0: Very impressive.
3: As you are passing by, the guard says to you, Selway, you should bring your outlanders to see Hansfeld Traeger on the second tier. Why is that? Because they do not speak our language, and nobody here will speak to them in that barbaric tongue. All right, all right, fine. We will take the outlanders. We'll see if we can make them blend in as much as possible. You know, you being a giant cat and you being... A giant walking tin can.
1: Well, I mean, I can do something about that.
3: The four of you cross the threshold into Tyr. The city itself is immaculate. Unlike most every other city you've ever been, it is not dirty, there is no trash on the streets, or the gutters. All of it seems to be carved out of that same white stone. The people of Tyr go about their day. One of the things you find striking, they all seem to have very dark complexions. In fact, Silway seems to be on the lighter side, if not the lightest. The range of skin tones appear to run from olive to the most beautiful ebony black. But this is a secondary observation. As you notice a carriage float past you with no driver and no wheels. Sylvia is completely unfazed by this
0: I say, how do they do that do what the 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 the, the floaty thing the the carriage yes
3: yeah, it's carriage it's it's transporting just it like people it looks like, it looks like a passenger carriage
0: really do do they drive themselves
3: uh some of them do yes
0: wow, the,
3: the better ones at the house across from you. Outside, a broom sweeps the front, all on its own. Yes. Oh, Excellent. oh my
0: goodness! The car doesn't have a driver. Somebody
3: should stop it before it hurts someone. Robert, it's fine. It's fine. Look out! It's going to hit that boy. You think so? Oh yes. Look at it. Let's watch and find out.
1: It does. Oh
3: God. <laughs> <laughs> Parents are really big on the trolley problem.
0: i <laughs> kidding. But it didn't hit those five people over there, so it's fine. <laughs> the, the, the carts take the path of least resistance. That's how they're magically programmed. And a
3: small child doesn't offer as much resistance
0: as five people. Damn it,
3: sorry. Much to your dismay, the cart avoids the boy and continues its way up the winding road. Looking around, you notice the people are staring at you. And it is a hard stare. It is not friendly at all.
1: Gruber, check your fly.
3: I I don't know what that is. I'll just use a rope. (laughs) You you three might want to keep a low profile. I would say not draw attention to yourselves, but you're literally clanking down the road in a giant metal suit.
0: Keep a low profile?
1: Those guys at the gate had giant metal suits
3: yeah i was gonna say Roton doesn't look as out of place except for maybe his very pasty white skin
1: Silway. So what what all these people out here which one is the most average looking of all of them
3: uh so I picks an average looking person i don't know.
1: miss taps his hat and turns into that guy and
3: then waves to him <laughs> Ooh, oh 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 miss miss be careful do that don't do that when everyone's looking how dare you How rude. Did you see what that cat just did? I say, sir. You, you cease that immediately. This tall, thin man walks over to you and starts jabbing a finger into your chest. You will not. That is such an insult. Silway, what is he saying? He's saying, he's saying, turn the illusion, turn the illusion off me. Turn it off. Is he saying
1: I should do that or are you saying I should do that?
3: Both, both. We're both saying that. You should do it now.
1: Fair. And uh, he dismisses the illusion.
3: Uh, sir, sir, uh, he does not speak uh, the the language. I, I can translate, though. Of course he does not speak the language, because he is an outlander. And he is not welcome here. And he smells. He's not staying. We are going to, we just have a, a quick business in town, and the city, and then we are leaving. I promise. I suggest you get him out of sight. Before I have the town guards, throw him in the brig. Yes, yes, I, I, understood. We are on our way. Thank you, sir.
0: This man seems very agitated. Let's go. Come on. We need to get out of of the streets. Should we fight him? Mist,
3: he is staring daggers at you. He stands with his hands on his hips, waiting for you to move on. He will not move until you do. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Mist, though, is doing
1: the thing where he walks away, but, like, locks eyes backward.
3: He locks eyes with you, and he is trying to beat you in a staring contest. Mist, I want you to give me uh oh, what should we call it? Hmm. Intimidation. Yes. Intimidation. We'll call it intimidation, yes! and I will give you advantage because you are a cat. The first roll of season three is a staring contest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Feels about right. Off, oh, off dice. Uh, <laughs> eighteen total.
3: I rolled a natural twenty. Oh.
0: So, like, like, even after Mist is gone, the guy's just standing there in the middle of the road staring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you try to outlast him. And whether it was the wind, well, I mean, that's what you claim. That there was a breeze, you know, something got into your eye. But you blink first. And you see when you do so, he has a self-satisfied grin upon his face. Oh,
0: fuck this guy. <laughs> would you
3: like me to translate that for you?
0: An hour in and we have established the arch nemesis for season three.
1: I cast a mage hand behind me and it just is a giant middle finger.
0: Oh, how sweet. You're flipping him a bird. The city's going to
1: come
3: down on us so hard.
0: <laughs> and here I thought Sully <laughs> would be the one to cause all the trouble
3: once you got to Tear. <laughs> behind you, you hear a shocked gasp coming from the crowd. And then a bunch of murmuring that you can't really understand.
0: Silway, why was that man so, so irritable? Probably as a small dick. What? He
1: was irritable because you cast illusion magic in the city. And? That carriage is driving itself. That broom is sweeping itself. Illusions are chaos magic. They're lies.
3: <laughs> Tyrants don't like those. No.
1: <laughs> Carriages don't float on their own. That seems pretty...
3: But that is, that is an orderly thing to do. They are... But no, that, that is that is different. That's a different kind of magic.
1: I was blending into a crowd. That seems orderly. I was trying to not cause chaos by looking like everybody else.
3: Yeah, that's great. We should definitely do that, but not... They can't see you change. Then they'll know it's an illusion, and they'll, that, that's the reaction they are going to get. Just trust me on this. If you're going to use the hat, do it when no one's looking.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to not take your advice in your frickin' homeland, but I'm just saying I don't understand this order versus chaos thing as you describe it.
3: If you want to have that debate with them, you're welcome to once you learn the language. Let's find this place that the guards mentioned. Let's find a dark corner to turn around and you can turn the hat on. Rotong, can you, like, lower your visor on your helmet? Gruber, do we have a cloak for you or something? We need to blend in better. Oh, um, what if I pop my hair on the other side? It's not your hair that's the issue, Gruber. Well, then I'm all out of ideas. (laughs) Do you have a, 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 a cloak with a hood? He starts patting himself down and he literally has nothing on him. Um, I don't think so.
0: What if I gave him my helmet? Look, just something
3: to cover up a little more. They're very conspicuous. All of you know or don't know what that means. The four of you began your ascent into the upper tiers of the city.
0: And we walk by that guy again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> As you wander way higher and higher in the city, you find yourselves looking past the exteriors of the buildings, down alleys, through windows, and you're surprised at what you see. Behind these well-maintained exterior facades, you see people washing their clothes by hand. More than once, you see a group of young men and women throwing dice in an alley. A quarter turn up the city, you find yourselves looking at a large, bustling market with all manner of stall and vendor filled with people. It's a cacophony of voices as people try to sell and buy and hawk their wares. Sylvia so has a wistful look on her face when she sees this. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> For you... This is definitely bittersweet. She seems more comfortable in this part of the city than she does in the other parts that we've been through so far. As you complete the turn, you arrive at the second tier. You find yourself standing before a gate. The gate is open, but there are two guards standing sentinel. They let you pass, without incident or question. You find yourselves in a merchant district, with vendors, a few outdoor restaurants scattered throughout this tier. It is definitely nicer than the tier below.
0: See so the way how many tiers are in this tier? I want to
3: say six, but tell Diana, am I, do you have a better number in mind? That is correct. There are six tiers, and then there is a seventh, which is...
0: An observation deck.
3: Sort of, yes. There's a few buildings up there. There's an Arcanist Laboratory. There is uh, Council Meeting Chambers, uh, open parkland, observation areas, so yeah, sort of,
0: I guess. And the city is sort of carved into the tier, yeah? Like it's sort of riddled through?
3: Yes, yes, but there is that sort of thin exoskeleton of that coral-like rock, almost like tendrils or like a, a fine lattice work. So
0: there's plenty of... So plenty of natural daylight.
3: Yes, plenty of daylight. Uh, there's there's six tiers officially, um, but there's some debate about whether and what counts as a tier. You know, but there's a there's a top level above six. Whether there's some other things, but it's not really a tier because it's the top, and people debate on whether the top is a tier or that kind of thing. A short distance into the tier, you find yourselves at a small, but very quaint, and Well-appointed shop. It's positively enchanting. There's a sign which hangs above the door, which reads Hansfeld Traeger. In several languages, inside the picture window, you see a broom sweeping the floor on its own. Would Silly have any familiarity with this shop? No, it looks new to you. It was not here when you lived here before. Hansfeld Traeger... That's what the sign says. That's where we were told to go. This must be the place. I don't know why the guards would send us here. I think maybe they want us to buy something. They know we're not tourists. Or at least they know I'm not a tourist. Tourists don't really exist in here, do they? Not <laughs> with that warm welcome. <laughs>
0: Perhaps Taimora guides our path then. And Roton will go inside.
3: Taimora or the city guards. And she follows Roton inside. <laughs> <laughs> You find yourselves in a lovely, fragrant, wonderful little store filled with oddities and curios, the likes of which you've never seen before. In fact, you're not even sure what most of them do.
0: Perception check. Uh, 12.
3: You see a bunch of squares and rectangles and rods and circles, and you know what none of them do. (laughs)
0: This Great. is an excellent rectangle. <laughs> look, look, Gruba! wind chimes. I
3: swear to God, that Mugby is in this store right now. And then she'll look for a person or a, someone running the store.
0: Hello? Is anyone here?
3: You say that, and you look behind the counter, and
0: what you see
3: is a tuft of stark white hair moving back and forth behind the counter. Silly so groans loudly. <laughs> you see a small man with a very long white beard climb into the chair. He looks at you. <laughs> it is clearly not Mugby. Oh, thank God. It's
0: Mugby's brother! <laughs> <laughs> Rugby.
3: <laughs> My name is Stonesfield Trigger. Oh, no. I am the (laughs) proprietor of this shop. So, what can I do for you?
0: Did he say that in common or in Tyran? Yes,
3: he said that in common.
0: (laughs) Ah! Finally, somebody I can understand. It's good to see you,
3: and good to understand
0: you, too. Uh, Hello, good sir. Uh, The gods at the gate sent us up here for some reason. You wouldn't happen to know why, would you?
3: Oh, yeah, I think I do, because you don't understand that language, the tearing, So, you know, I've got a sort of deal set aside with them, and, you know, I give them a little kickback and they send business to me. Oh, yes? It's a perfectly logical language,
0: thank you very much. You do classes?
3: Well, no, not the classes. But let me know, do you consider yourself a fancy fella? Who? Uh, me? Well, of course, you... Or the cat here, he looks like a very fancy cat. Not her, because she's a from here. And this guy over there, he looks like he's a trying to eat the incense. <laughs> from the desk, he removes a small tray, which is lined in black velvet. On it are all manner of stones. The stones go from, very simple, a granite or sandstone, up to precious gems. So yeah, these are the speaking stones, or sort of the translation stones. I don't really have a good name for them. But if you have one on you, you can understand Tyran. It'll translate it into your language.
0: Oh, that's very useful. And, and will it do the reverse as well?
3: No, I'm afraid it only works the one way, but if, you know, they had, the other person had a stone, they'd be able to understand you.
0: Oh, does everybody in Teacot carry these?
3: Well, well, some of the traders do, and, you know, some of the people do. But, well, we call it Common, but they consider that dumb, so they just call it the outlet. It is dumb. Common is a terrible name.
0: I don't know, it's... (laughs)
3: Well, you know, they're very me-focused people, and, and they say what they speak is common, so they're not going to refer to another language as the common. Right, thank you.
0: Pretty common where I come from. You speak Rothian or something.
3: Oh, no, they don't discriminate. They just call it outland. They don't even call it Rothian or, you know, whatever.
0: So does this just uh, translate Terran or is this one of those universal translators? Or-
3: no, this just translates to tearing. I don't know if I could do a universal sort of smorgasbord thing. I'll have to do some thinking. Where were you five years ago? I could have used one of these stones when I went to nightfall. I was still down with my people. I only came here recently. By the way, my name is Hansfeld Traeger. I'm really happy to meet you.
0: It's a, a pleasure to meet you as well, good man. Ah, uh, I, I certainly will be wanting one of these things. Ah, uh, maybe, maybe even two, so I can hand one to anybody who, uh, who I need to talk to.
3: That is a really clever idea. So,
0: <laughs> yes.
3: Why don't we talk of fashion? Oh, well, you have sort of an air of nobility about you in looking at you. I think you may want some sort of a precious stone.
0: Ah, uh, maybe? Is the sound quality any better?
3: No, they all sort of sound the same, but some people like to be a bit fancy and a bit fashionable. But they all sort of sound the same in the end, whether you want the precious or the utilitarian.
0: I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking just for a practical sort of translator, but if... if uh... If there is something nice, I certainly certainly would consider it, yes.
3: Well, I got sorted lots of stones. I got some basic stuff like some granite or some sandstone. Or I got this one, which is very weirdly spotted. It's got an odd name. It's called the Petoskey Stone. (laughs)
0: Mike's glaring right now. (laughs) Somebody enlighten me.
1: I'm more puzzling about the fact that a petoskey stone is so named because it's literally from petoskey michigan which implies that <laughs> michigan exists in this world
0: and, and just out of curiosity uh my good man you didn't perchance uh google any of these stones out of an abundance of caution uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, did, did you
3: <laughs> oh no i don't know what that means but you know I've had my shop for five years now, and the people around here they like some variety in the stuff they purchase.
0: Yes, perhaps something with a little bit of flash then. Uh, what what can you do uh what can you do me for with this? And he uh <laughs> empties his money bag out onto the counter. Ha. <laughs> huh. How much do you currently have? Uh thirteen gold pieces, thirty-three silver pieces, and forty copper pieces. <laughs> I'd have just done with money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you made it a long way with very little money, but I sure like your spunk. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Hansfeld covers up half the tray, all of the precious stones, and you're left with the choice of all of the basic rocks. You know, because I get a good feeling from you, I'll give your choice for any of these stones here.
0: Okay, so so does this like? Do I shove this in my ear, or, or how, <laughs> how do these work? It's a suppository. Do I have this? Do I swallow it? No, you it? just <laughs> have
3: to have it on you. The magic works as long as you have it on your person. Oh, you could put it oh, in uh, your pocket. Oh, I see. You could make it into a medallion or a ring. And I
0: don't really see see much point in getting something fancy if it's just going to be in my pocket. Ah. Uh, Let's 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 go with one of these are. what are these granites
3: That is a strong choice for a strong man.
0: Do you have any L type granites?
3: Just what you see on the tree I'm not really a rock guy. So what about you, my tall feline friend? What catches your kitty eye? I feel like I feel like
1: taking a sandstone is really on the nose for a cat. <laughs> Got anything in a travertine?
3: Yes, he does have uh one of those. If that's what you <laughs> want. The thing you said he has. It.
0: <laughs> How much would uh would would four of these be?
3: So you want four of the granite ones there?
0: Yes, yes. I like these ones with the the Ropikivi textures.
3: If you could just point it out, I'm just sorta of not, the, as I said, the right rock here. guy. We just do some a quick, uh to carry the one, <laughs> I, and a on somewhere in the neighborhood of um, maybe two hundred gold pieces.
0: Ah, it's more than you have on the table, Theratan. What's the cheapest you have? Oh, the cheapest is the one that you have chosen. Oh, that, that, well, technically that isn't granite, but uh, okay. Uh, well, we'll we'll just do the plain granite then. Uh, and, um, how, how much are those?
3: Again, I really should have chosen something besides rocks. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'll
3: give one for you for ten gold pieces.
0: Just one of them.
3: Oh, for just one, because I like your smile, you seem like a good guy.
0: Ten is as high as I can count.
3: (laughs) Oh, then I guess that's good for the both of us.
0: Silway groans and fishes through a coin purse and pulls
3: out a single pearl and drops on the counter. And is like, whatever this will buy, we will (laughs) take. Oh, looky there. Well, how many would you like? I'll give you a whole bunch. Seven, maybe eight. How about ten? I don't need need any. This is for these two.
0: I would like two for me and, and two for Gruber since he he does most of the uh the organizing for me. Oh sir. I don't for
3: cinnamon even though I smell like cinnamon. It doesn't taste like it. <laughs> oh, Gruber. Oh, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to charge you for that. I'm well I don't think I've ever seen anybody, you know, sorta of eat it before. <laughs>
0: You really should put signs warning people that it's not edible. So this is really on
3: you, I think. There is a sign there. It's just written in teary. So how about you just choose one of these, any one of these five stones that you want, and, and, we, and we'll call it, you know, with the dozen sticks of incense that your friend there ate, we'll call it all even, Stephen.
0: Steven. Very, very good.
3: Very good. I think I I need some water, sir. My mouth is all sort of tingly. Uh, Perhaps uh, some mayonnaise would help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a throwback.
3: Uh, Mist, Gruber walks up to you and just cups his hands before you. (laughs) Are you going to pour him some water?
1: Water? Okay, water, yes. I'm like, I don't want to... Because I don't have a spell that says shape mayonnaise, so I'm not going to waste a day of the alchemy jar on that.
0: Oh, that's right again, poor man. (laughs) I (laughs) forgot about that. Uh. So, if you
3: sort of need anything, you can come back and see little Hansfeld here. You got some friendly faces, and there's not many friendly faces in these parts. The tyrans are all sort of, well, they're sort of the standoffish. I don't know what you're talking about. And so a standoffishly starts heading out the door. Mist, Mist is going to
1: reactivate his disguise before leaving the shop.
3: He should look like that guy who uh, talked to him earlier.
1: Oh, Ew! No. Why would I want to hate myself? Uh, <laughs> see, see you can make him look bad.
3: Now, boss, I think that's a good idea because that'll piss him off.
1: <laughs>
0: Just ruin this guy's <laughs> reputation? Yeah, okay. I'm petty. Uh, <laughs> Mist, I really don't think you should listen to to to, to Tickles.
1: Although it'd be easier if I knew his name, so I could be like, "Hi." I'm Ned Stuffed Shorts from the fourth <laughs> tier. I'm gonna pee on your floor. <laughs> and <it runs> <laughs> I'm just
0: saying.
3: The... <laughs> it's was very in character for a cat. <laughs> And I can just see him just glaring at you while he does it. I just like the image of like this typical-looking human walking up to somebody <laughs> and coming a hairball, <laughs> <laughs> and then saying his name and leaving.
1: <laughs> I mean, we didn't get that guy's name, right? No,
0: no. We didn't. <laughs> okay, because like, I have him down on but, my notes but, as some asshole. I can correct that
1: if we know his name. But <laughs> it is
0: now Ned Scuffshard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's canon now. I mean, wouldn't you be angry all the time if you had a name <laughs> like Ned Scuff shorts? I really do find feel kind of bad for him now, actually. <laughs> maybe, maybe most parents have names like that. Maybe that's why they're <laughs> they're so cranky all the time. That's
3: that's just what it what they translate as. <laughs> like they they sound very they sound very like glamorous and haughty in Tirin, but if you translate them they're just Yeah. Roton doesn't know anything about that.
1: It's like early learning that Elrond translates to stick in the mud, which actually
3: Or like that Elrond is just a common name like Jerry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or the, Yeah, or, or his last name is like Bullwinkle. <laughs> <House of> Jerry <laughs>
1: Apologies to any Jerry's who are listening. <laughs> Chose that name at random. Hi, everyone. Welcome to season three of Multi Class Theater. If you have stuck with us this long, we are so grateful that you are enjoying our silly little show. Uh, we certainly enjoy playing it. Uh, some of you really like listening to it and have gone so far as to donate on our Patreon page. And and as this is the start of a new season, we want to make sure that you know that you are so very appreciated. Uh, our patrons, Eric and Aaron, uh, of course, we love you guys um, for a very long time. Brandon, Diamond Pants, the Abil Queen, Taryn, and Jenna. Uh, thank you all for continuing to support our show. You guys mean the world to us. If you'd like to join our Patreons, you can find us at patreon.com slash multiclasstheater. Uh, if you'd like to support us, we'd love to hear from you on Apple Podcast, uh, leaving reviews or on, I think Google lets you do it. Any place that you can leave us a review to let us know that you're listening and that you're enjoying our show. Really helps us out and uh, we love to hear it.
3: We're all very excited about season three. It's season two um, was a lot of fun. Visiting new places, fighting new enemies. Uh, Season 3, I hope uh, you will enjoy even more. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be scarier. It is going to be a whole lot of fun. And guess what? We are adding two new cast members to the podcast. You have heard them before on our anniversary episode. Uh, They have also done voices, um, some of the the narrative opens that we've done, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Matt and Rachel.
2: Hey. Hello. How's it going?
3: Why don't you tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourselves?
0: Go ahead, Matt. Uh, Matt, take the buck. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you.
2: Um, right on. Um, no, hi. I'm Matt Sergis, and... Um, I don't know. What do I say? Um, I'm excited to be here, man. Um, I'm so incredibly thrilled that you asked me to be a part of this. Um, I've had a blast recording some of the voice work and doing some of the uh, the more uh, kind of audio drama stuff. You know, always been a massive D and D fan, so I'm, I'm so so excited. Yeah, I
3: was gonna say you you've been playing for years. Yeah, you, yeah, I've been playing for a long time. Run your own campaign.
2: Yeah, so I um I got my start in, in Pathfinder actually. And um moved to New York and kind of ran into that thing where like, oh, everybody wants to play, but nobody wants to DM, you know, so I, I kind of was that guy to step up and and DM and kind of form my own group and and got into five e. and um, yeah, now I run a couple groups and and just so incredibly thrilled to join another uh, join another group and and be a part of a, a podcast. so
3: and uh, on the other uh, side of the spectrum, Rachel is a d and d beginner, neophyte
0: <laughs> A neophyte. That's yes, I'm a I am a beginning Padawan for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, hi, guys. My name is Rachel Shannon. Uh, I am from Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, I moved to New York City about two years ago, and I met uh, Diana, and Diana introduced me to d and uh, I'm super excited to be here. I've had so much fun learning the ins and outs. I am still learning the ins and outs. There's so much to the game. Um, I'm having fun learning and recording. Yeah, I'm an actor, voice actor, and I'm uh, just really excited to be here and i i hope you enjoy what little or a lot that i can bring we shall see
3: <laughs> and so uh just so everybody knows they're not in the first few episodes there's some stuff to wrap up from last season but they will be joining us uh very shortly into the season trying to figure <laughs> out which voices are theirs yes exactly so um <laughs> Let's see is there anything else. I mean it's been a while since we've recorded one of these. Um, we're at 7 minutes now. I i out of time for digressions here. No, probably oh, no. not. no. We'll just have to <laughs> All right, Adam, anything to add? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Well, <laughs> in case y'all were worried, I don't I don't think anything else has to be said. So, uh, back to the show. <laughs> and cut. The three of you stumble upon a woman who is attempting to get a cart to move. The cart is currently blocking most of the road in front of you. Unlike the other driverless carriages that you've seen, this one is being pulled by two golden oxen, which gleam in the sunlight. It's not until you're a little closer that you realize these oxen are made of metal. Is this an unusual sight, or would You be nonplussed by it? Not, it's rare. Because most people do in fact have, they, they just use the, the, the sort of driverless hovering carriages on their own. To see one attached to what look like constructs is strange.
0: Excuse me? Is everything all right there? Uh, no, I can't
3: get these things to move.
0: What are those things?
3: These are my, my, my oxen. This one here is Jeremy, and this is Frederick. Have you tried, um, kicking them? I don't think they'd like to be kicked. Well, they're, they're just metal constructs, they don't really have feelings. I don't, have you ever tried kicking a construct? I think they do have feelings. Well, I, mm. I have no idea what this voice is. I'm just going with it. It's Monty Python again.
0: <laughs> it is Monty Python.
3: That's, that, that, that's my, well. Wow. That's where I go to.
0: Spam, 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 egg, <laughs> sausage, and Spam. <laughs> oh, I don't like Spam. I, I, I'm sorry, so, so they were moving, but now they're not. I know they weren't moving at all. They just stood there like the dumb beasts they are. Are you sure they're not just statues that you've hooked your cart up to? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. If that's a good question. I didn't think about that. You know what? Why don't you give them a little touch with your hammer? Maybe that'll spook him in into moving.
0: Uh, uh, all right. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh just here on, on on like on the hindquarters yes oh, alright yeah, give him a little <laughs> give him a little tap on his own rump bong I assume it makes a bonging noise
3: it does make a bonging noise okay
0: and you see
3: or you hear a high pitched almost like whine coming from inside of the creature its eyes light up its head raises as does the other one and they turn to glare at you.
0: Uh, Everyone
3: uh, roll for initiative.
0: That was bad advice. Don't sing this lady anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen statues like this before. Oh, terrible initiative. Spam, uh, spam, 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 spam. Seven. Spam, I had to stroll so far spam, back up to find my spam. fight template.
3: Shut up, you bloody Viking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll
1: take it. Yes. <laughs> uh, 18 plus 4 is 22. 19 and are these things they're still like locked into the carriage
3: they uh, seem to be yoked to it but uh, weirdly you don't see any like reins or anything uh, connecting it
1: that changes then what I planned to do so I'm gonna try doing this I'm gonna listen to Silway and her cautions about destructive magic (laughs) no I'm serious I'm gonna cast dispel magic there's two of them right
3: there are Frederick and Jeremy. Frederick or Jeremy?
1: All right. Frederick is even. Jeremy is odd. Jeremy, I'm going to cast dispel magic on Jeremy. Well, if they did have feelings,
3: Jeremy's definitely dead. <laughs> and for the record, dispel magic is abjuration magic, and therefore orderly. Really? You are with. Will not draw attention. I-, I had to look that up. I'm like, is that chaotic or is that orderly? Okay, I'm going to say this. Make a roll.
1: Uh, uh, 11.
3: Yeah, that's not going to be high enough. So you cast the spell magic, and it doesn't seem to affect the bull, which just, or the ox, which just sort of glares at you. So that brings us to Roton.
0: Um, can I jump on top of one of them? You could try. Yeah. The question is, should you jump on top of one? No, that is not the question.
3: <laughs> give, me, uh, give me an athletics check.
0: <laughs> oh, I wanted it to be much better. Uh, Ten? You
3: try to jump on top of it, but you can't quite get high enough in your, uh, your metal armor. Perhaps if you had some sort of item of jumping, it would have been helpful in this situation. But, but... I do
0: have it. <laughs> Why isn't it working? <laughs> One of these days we're going to come to a chasm and Rotan will just be like, I'll jump it.
3: <laughs> I have this ring of jumping. Okay, so where's everybody? Rotan, you are kind of at its rear, right? Yeah. Where are Mist, where are you and Silway?
1: I kind of envision Mist being off to the side.
3: Okay, About about how far away? Conveniently far
1: away, since you're asking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think realistically, Mist is like twenty feet.
3: Okay. And Silway. Uh Silway would have been leading them down the streets. So whenever they started, she would have been at the front of the pack, I think. And would not have like thought to retreat or go behind anybody, so she's probably still up there. Okay. Mike, what is Mist's armor class?
1: I almost flippantly said negative nine. Um sixteen.
3: So, Mist, you see. The bulls are, or the oxen, are looking around, and because of the way they are yoked into the cart, they can't quite turn around to get at Roton. so their eyes focus on you, and Frederick raises his head, snorts, and charges. Uh This catches Jeremy by surprise, but soon he also starts pulling the cart towards you. So... Before I roll my two-hit roll on you, Rotan, give me a dexterity check <sighs> to see if you can avoid the cart. 19! All right, Rotan, you are able to step back out of the way and avoid the cart as it jerks into motion and starts rumbling across the road.
0: Can I jump into the cart? <laughs> or is that too big of a ask? Maybe on
3: your next turn, though I will give you this... If you want to make a, an attack of opportunity, you can.
0: Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> no, not with that roll. It's a five. <laughs> so
3: Rotan tries to climb onto the cart and then kind of misses and gets dragged a little bit, stumbling behind it. But doesn't fall over, but couldn't can't bring himself onto the cart. Meanwhile, the cart... I would say rumbles, but more silently floats across the road, being pulled by these oxen right towards Mist.
0: I forgot about attacks of opportunity. It's so rare for things to disengage from me.
3: Frederick is coming after you, Mist. Now, because of the way you are positioned, Jeremy can't quite reach you. So Frederick is going to try to gore you with his horns. Mm Mm-hmm. He hits you once with one of his horns. How bad? He hits you pretty hard for 19 points of damage. Ow! That's, that's pretty hard.
1: I vanish from that spot <laughs> and appear 60 feet away on, on the <laughs> other side of them.
3: Okay, so you are behind the cart, and they are facing a wall. And Silway, it is your attack. Silway... So Uh, Looks over at the woman who Told us to prod them With like a Is this normal? (laughs) Do they normally attack? I don't know I just got them Ugh Then she Instinctively pulls out a dagger And then pauses Looks at the dagger Looks at the metal bull (laughs) Groans and rolls her eyes And then Points at Rotan And casts a spell on him Which would be A haste spell Ooh She's not really sure what she's doing She's just sort of like want to help somehow and then like throws her hand out
0: towards roton
3: you move faster fight better go
0: (laughs) a common request for roton okay so you get
3: you get plus two ac advantage on dexterity saving throws and an additional attack each turn
0: oh nice
3: how long does that last holy shit uh concentration up to one minute
0: wow (laughs) when the spell ends a wave of lethargy sweeps over the target (laughs) (laughs) yep Oh, this is going to be a great pilgrimage. <laughs> I
3: can't remember which one of the two, Frederick or Jeremy, attacked.
1: Frederick attacked me.
3: Okay, so Jeremy kind of knocks his head into Frederick, clearly annoyed at being jerked over to the wall. And he's looking around for a target, but can't seem to find anybody. But he's starting to pull the the cart around in uh, a circle towards you, Mist.
1: So this being like a city street are there like flowers like somebody have a flower box something nearby sure okay because when i cast plant growth i need a plant to make grow (laughs) i'm going to point the staff sort of in the middle of the street right underneath the 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 carriage here and use the staff to cast plant growth choose a point within range all normal plants in 100 foot radius become thick and overgrown Every creature moving through the area must spend four feet of movement for every one foot it moves. I'm going to try to create a, an area that makes it harder for them to get to Roton, to get to Silway, to get to me, and to get to any passersby that they might decide to get pissy with.
3: Uh, Silway's cringing as she watches this and glancing at all of the um, passersby and the townsfolk to see how they react you see the the some of the people gathered watching it are just conversing amongst themselves kind of pointing at what's going on it, it's almost as if they're at a sporting event just sort of commentating <laughs> on you know, i mean now that was pretty clever there but you know
0: maybe i would have gone with this <laughs> there's like money changing hands so okay that brings us to roton okay what is the orientation of the cart and the bulls relative to me? They are turning in the opposite direction of you. Okay. I think I'm going to dash. I, I see that the, the bulls are turning around to face Miss, and I want to charge the closest one.
3: Okay, that would probably be Jeremy.
0: Okay, I'm going to charge Der- Jeremy. And I'm going to use my new feet, which is Charger.
3: Oh, that worked out well with Haste,
0: didn't it? It did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm using this sooner than I expected, but... Uh... <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to charge at Jeremy, and and they're up against the wall. So could I potentially like pin them both to the wall if I shove?
3: I think they would be too heavy. Even for you. They okay. are too large metal constructs and a cart
0: that's okay I kind of wanted to like <laughs> grab one by the horns and like push it back but I'm at the wrong orientation to you, the you could tr- you could try I could try I'll say this
3: you could try but it's going twice
0: as fast Tw- twice as fast means twice as much force do or do not there is no try <laughs> shit so there is a try? <laughs> That's a a, nine? There's a fail. That's a nine. <laughs> there's a do-maps? Okay.
3: So you try to charge into them and kind of shove them back and, and, and show them who's boss as you try to wrestle with this. And it's like running into a wall. You don't take any damage, but you are not moving these things.
0: I still get to attack twice, I think. Uh, how does a... This is going to be 15 to hit?
3: 15 will miss. Or rather, you hit it, but it doesn't seem
0: to do any damage. Stop it! What are you doing? (laughs) That's worse. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Did I waste my spell on you?
3: (laughs) Rotan hits the thing twice, and there's a bong, bong. But it doesn't seem to affect the
0: creature at all. It's like me with certain kinds of electronics. Like, maybe if I hit it in the right direction, it will shut off. (laughs) Or turn on. It
3: is going to attack you, Rotan, since you've put yourself in harm's way. What's your AC again? It's been a while. 18, I think?
0: Plus two. Plus two.
3: Even despite your fancy feet, one of them does hit you. Hits you for 11 points of damage. Ooh. And that brings us to Silway. And after you hit it, the woman says, I don't hurt him! Don't hurt my babies! Well, then call them off! They're attacking us! I I can't control them! Well, then we'll control them. And she flings a dagger. (laughs) at What's for all the good (laughs) throwing a dagger at a metal statue is going to do. Oh, it actually does really well. Uh, Twenty-seven. <laughs> that will hit, and then since it's with rhotons, it's a sneak attack. Twelve plus four, sixteen damage. I don't know what that dagger did, but it hurt it. It did, it did, it did. You whip the dagger at it, and the dagger actually pierces its hide and sticks into it, leading you to believe that it, this, these things may not be solid but may in fact be hollow. So he quirks up an eyebrow. Okay, so now Frederick's turn. Frederick continues to pull the card around and sees Mist and attempts to charge towards him, but can't make it due to the plant growth. It slows him, so it's a very slow motion charge.
1: Come on, buddy, you can do it. You can do it. I'm right here. Come on, buddy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mist, Mist. You said you can see through walls sometimes, right? Yes. Can you see inside those things? I think they're hollow. Uh, as soon as it's my turn, I'll find out. Okay. So, um, so as Frederick tries to charge towards Mist, he yanks Jeremy away from Rotom. Jeremy stumbles, but stays on his feet. And so now both bulls are facing Mist and approaching him as fast as they can, which is not that quick. But they probably will be on you next round. And speaking of which, it is now your attack.
1: Well, then I will amble around to put some distance between me and them, and I will also go ahead and use, use my action to switch on my ghostly gaze. Once per short rest, as an action, I gain the ability to see through solid objects to a range of 30 feet for one minute. So I guess first I will look at them, and then I will move away from them.
3: Okay, you look inside of the constructs, and instead of like an arcane core or something powering it, it seems to be a collection of gears, almost like they are clockwork. Good call,
1: Silway. They are... they're mechanical.
3: So they're not magical. They're not magical. Do they have an off switch? What do you mean, not oh, Magical! Well, i paid for magical oxen well someone ripped you off lady oh well then bloody well kill these things
1: <laughs> all right gloves are coming <laughs> off i'm gonna use my bonus action to hex i guess frederick since or no wait jeremy's the
3: one closer to me now it does it depends which way you move
1: i'm gonna make them complete you know, like keep turning in the same direction they're already turning
3: Okay, so Jeremy would continue to be closer on the inside.
1: Okay, I will hex Jeremy, and he has a disadvantage to all his strength checks, in addition to getting lit up the moment I start shooting.
3: Uh, so that brings us to Rotan. How far away are they from me? Basically, the length of the cart, which is probably about 20 feet.
0: Okay, I, <laughs> I want to run in front of Jeremy and make a handle animal check. <laughs> okay uh twenty one i okay. don't know if that has any meaning though <laughs> well, uh, what are you trying to do? <laughs> so Rotan, like like slides in front like between mist and Jeremy, and he's like, all right, Jeremy, ah, oh, we don't have to do this we can we can talk this out just you and I. What do you say, Jeremy? Do do I need you to smash you into little pieces? So you slide in front of Jeremy
3: and Jeremy stops and then tilts its head one way and then the other and just kind of stares at you.
0: Yes. Yes, that's it. Good ox thing, Jeremy.
3: So Jeremy is standing there staring at you a bit mesmerized or seems to be listening to you when, next to him, you see Frederick
0: turn its head and try to gore you. Well, with my other action, then... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, Frederick's gonna get it. <laughs> I, I have more of an attachment to Jeremy by this point than I do to Frederick and I haven't interacted at all. Uh, okay, cool. That is a 26 to hit. That that will hit. And uh, I am going to smite. Uh... <laughs> 30? 30 points of damage. Wow. 30 points? <laughs> yeah. No wonder
3: Frederick doesn't like you. <laughs> so you you bring your hammer down. Is this truth or justice?
0: Uh, this will be truth.
3: You bring truth down onto Frederick's head with a loud gonging sound. And you crush in the top of its skull. It's not... Uh, it's still up. Oh. And... It looks vaguely angry, but in a sort of comical sort of way, as his head is lopsided. All right. And now it's going to attempt to gore you.
0: Seems fair. I would. (laughs) Hey.
1: I'm just saying, dude caves my skull in with a hammer, I'm going to be pissed off about
0: it. (laughs) I'm just wondering what Jeremy's reaction to this is going to be. (laughs) That's all I care about.
3: I'm going with... Oh, thank you. This guy was so annoying.
0: (laughs) I I don't think he's going to have to worry too much longer. (laughs) I'm just irritable because I've been hanging out next to Frederick all day. Ugh. Frederick. So,
3: Rotan, Frederick turns its head. And because of the way you crushed the skull, uh, you cleaved its horns instead of being spread wide. They're kind of more pointed forward as if they are tusks. And Frederick drives his head forward and impales you.
0: This feels like a crit.
3: For 45 points of damage. What? Holy shit! (laughs) Do you have 45 hit points? Uh, Because I have 36. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there there was a crit in there.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet.
3: (laughs) And I rolled really well on damage.
0: Uh, uh, but but most important question, uh, what is what is Jeremy's reaction to his friend <laughs> getting getting such awful treatment at the horns of of Frederick?
3: He said his friend, and I'm like, oh, you mean his friend Frederick? Oh no, his friend Rotan. Okay. Uh, okay, so uh, Jeremy doesn't not have a reaction. He just sort of stands there. Ouch. <laughs> you thought he was your friend. He's not really your friend. There was a chance for it to go either way. So that brings us to Mist. Mist
1: cracks his knuckles, rolls his shoulders. I want everyone here to to acknowledge that I was told that I can destroy these things. <laughs> Eldritch blast. <laughs> How
3: chaotic is Eldritch blast?
1: <laughs> uh, it's an evocation spell, so you there, tell me. There you me. go. <laughs> um, we're gonna double. We're gonna we're gonna target, of course, uh, uh, Frederick, and try and put it out of its misery. Put it out of Rotan's misery. (laughs) Do they have stand your ground laws in tier? Does a 17 hit?
3: Yes, 17 will hit.
1: That is two hits then. So it is nine and six on the die. So that's 15 plus five. 25 force damage total.
3: You hit it, Frederick, twice in the side, and your bolts leave a tremendous impact, denting the side of... His shell or casing or armor, but he's still up and still looking kind of angry. Well,
1: that's a problem. Um, Silway, you got any ideas?
3: I do, actually. Is it my turn? It is your turn, then, Silway. I'm going to use Silway's Inquisitive Rogue ability for the first time ever, which is Eye for Detail, so I can make a bonus action investigation check to look for clues or, or hidden things, so I'm going to look for some sort of control switch or off switch for these things, that I can go, like, flip the switch to off and reboot them. Well, that's your problem here. This thing here's things set to evil. (laughs) Uh, Sixteen. You see on the top of its head, just behind the massive dent that Rotan made, seems to be a rectangular button, you're guessing. Silway's going to run forward and leap and try to press that button. Okay, so first, give me a... Uh, how far away are you? Relatively close. Like, this whole thing is pretty close quarters, I thought. There is, but Mist has put down um, plant growth, which slows your movement. Uh, I, I imagine her being 10-20 feet away, like relatively close to the action... Okay, you could you could probably... If you're, like, about 20 feet away, you could make it. I think she's being very acrobatic about it, too. Like, she's leaping, tiptoeing over the plant growth. Give me an acrobatics check. Uh, 13. Okay, that's good enough. You are able to vault the plant growth and get next to Frederick. Okay, so I'm trying to think. Action economy... <sighs> bonus action investigate move and i think i still have an action left to use an object which would be yes she takes the hilt of her dagger and chunk onto the that button Uh, give me a two hit roll okay with my dagger with your dagger uh 12 plus 8 is 20 you depress it with the hilt of your dagger did something good happen or something bad did i just turn it on turbo mode you depress the button and its eyes Grow dark, and then it kind of bends forward with its front legs and tucks them beneath them and sits down upon the ground. Silway looks very satisfied with herself. I think she twirls the dagger a little theatrically in her hand, like, haha, look what I did. So, Jeremy is just standing there staring at you, Broton. And Frederick's down. Frederick's down. And Silway might be vaguely gesturing towards a
0: similar button if it exists on Jeremy. <laughs> Are we good, Jeremy? (laughs) Do we have an understanding?
3: Uh, Give me a animal handling check again.
0: You don't want to be like Frederick here, do you? Fifteen? It, uh... Yeah. (laughs) It gores me.
3: (laughs) No, Jeremy just stands there placidly staring at you, not moving one way or the other. All right. And uh, the woman comes wandering over to you. I can't believe you killed him. That was that was magnificent. You killed Frederick. It's more of a deactivation, but sure. Uh, well, thank you very much. I'm. I i do not know. You know, I I don't have anything else. But Jeremy seems to have
0: taken a shine to you, so you can <laughs> have him if you want. Yeah, we're talking about. Ah, uh, I I mean I I certainly wouldn't. Wouldn't say no, ah, uh, but but do you um are you going to be looking to get a refund on these? Oh, I think so. Um, but I think I'm just going to take some some of the the
3: local boys and go to the person who sells them, and you know
0: uh, we've got our ways. Uh, very orderly, not chaotic ways, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs>
3: You know what I say? Let the locals deal with things
0: in their own custom. You should take... the ox. (laughs) Oh, me?
3: Oh, I love it. That would be great.
0: I'm not talking to the imp. (laughs) What do you think, Cat? I think you'd look great up there.
1: No, I'm good.
3: (laughs) Oh, you're no fun.
1: Plus, I think you're trying reverse psychology again.
0: What do you think, Jeremy? Do you want to go... Go back with this woman for a refund? Or do you want to come with me? What are we going to do with a giant gold ox? (laughs) Sell it? Definitely not going to attract attention. (laughs) Giant gold ox. It
3: just stands there uh, staring at you placidly. You thought Rotan was loud during stealth checks.
0: What do you think, Jeremy? Rotan looks deep into Jeremy's soulless eyes. And
3: Jeremy looks back into Rotan's hopefully soulful eyes.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, very well, you can come. Are you serious? <laughs> are you going to bring a giant <laughs> gold ox into the... Can, can these things come on pilgrimages? I, I actually don't know the, the answer to that. Uh, are, are you sure it's okay if, uh, if, I, take, if I take this ox? i no, go ahead and keep him. I don't need him. Okay. What am I gonna do with him? He's gonna trample me, but he likes you. Well uh, okay. Um well uh Gr- will like it. I don't think he needs to be fed. So uh yes, yes, uh well thank you very much. No no thank you Well
3: shall we all ride the bull down to the bridge uh, <laughs> destination
0: <laughs> uh, what do you think, Jeremy? <laughs> uh Jeremy just at you. Uh uh Roton will climb on top of Jeremy. Okay, Jeremy allows it. Ah, uh, alright. Uh Jeremy, uh hi-ho <laughs> Okay.
3: Jeremy begins to move forward.
0: Uh left, left
3: <laughs> Uh Jeremy is not quiet, clanging through the streets.
0: <laughs> Neither's Roton.
3: Every um, every passerby that you encounter stops and stares at you.
0: As well, they should. So, uh, Mist, uh, do you do you want to get up here as well?
3: I'm going to stay about thirty or forty feet behind you, so it's not clear that we're together. That's okay.
1: The only reason I'm still visible right now is because I'm out of spell slots. <laughs> Will Silway be able to keep Mist and Rotan out of trouble? I mean, out of more trouble? Will they remember that they have these new magic items? How long before Diana regrets giving Rotan a clockwork ox? Seriously, what the fuck are they going to do with an ox? Find out in the third season of Multi Class
2: Theater!
3: I kind of want these bulls' eyes to be like Magic Gate Balls. <laughs> It'll just randomly display an answer in its eyes.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that would be so creepy. <laughs> it really would be. <laughs> answer unclear. <laughs> Jeremy, do you want to be my friend? Ask again later. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All signs point to No. <laughs>